Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with Michael Anthony, where you learn how to maximize your relationships, unleash your potential, and navigate through world events with power, truth, and love. Now it's your time to move forward. Today, Mike is joined with Lucas Miles. Lucas is a founding pastor of Influence Church and author of Good God. Enjoy the conversation as they chat about what it means to be an authentic influence and how you can help people begin to change their lives. Hey everybody, this is Michael Anthony with the Courage Matters podcast. And one of the things that we love to do is to bring you quality people that you'll be able to relate to, that you'll be able to have a connection with them, uh, uh, an electronic synergy, so to speak, uh, chemistry, and learn some things from them, be encouraged from what you hear, from what you learn, so that you can do what? Remember, one of the big distinctions of what we're doing on the Courage Matters podcast is to not mistake application with education. We're not just, I don't just want to give you the opportunity to meet my my guest today, who we're going to love. Uh, it's an opportunity to, to hear our interaction, to participate in the interaction, and to actually ask yourself, well, what does that mean for me? How can I learn from what I'm hearing from uh, the, the guest, from Mike? How can I go beyond just cramming my head with information? How can I put this into, into action? So, Today, I'm super excited to have as our guest, Lucas Miles. Lucas, glad to have you on the broadcast today, the episode. Hey, I am glad to be here. This is exciting. It is exciting. And I'll tell you why, everybody. Let me give you a little bit of an understanding uh, about Lucas. Okay. He's a writer. He's a speaker. He's a consultant. He's a film producer. And he's the president of the Oasis Network, which which is a, a leading church Organ, uh, church resourcing organization. And Lucas, if I understand it right, you planted Oasis Church about 15 years ago, right? Yeah, it's been about 15 years ago. And uh, um, probably my team's fault on uh, on a bio. We, we just had a brand change recently. So the Oasis Network has now become the Influence Network. The Influence. Uh, and there's no I on that. It's just N-F-L-U-E-N-C-E. Nice. And uh, we started the, the church about 15 years ago. And um, mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to uh, influence and impact people's lives with the gospel. It's awesome. And you're also the principal and the founder of Miles Media Incorporated, which is a uh, entertainment company. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in the office there right now, so they haven't kicked <laughs> me out yet. Uh, we are a full service video production company. We started in the feature film world, um, doing work for Netflix, Redbox, Walmart, Sony, Showtime, and a few others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, making full length features and then also kind of moved in simultaneously into the commercial and corporate side. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we do a lot of work from everything from manufacturers to colleges, helping them tell their stories better uh, mm-hmm. through video and uh, some social media consulting and those things as well, helping people build their brands. Uh, but we have a great team, a lot of fun, and we kind of travel all over uh, shooting videos. You know, uh, uh, media, video is now the, the, the common language, isn't it? It's the thing that connects all of us. It's pretty amazing. It's, I, I always say video is king. You know, it's back in the day, you know, when in the PR world, when you wanted to get a story out, they would say, you need to be above the fold, meaning, you know, for your younger generation listening on a newspaper, 
those things made out of trees that you don't see very often anymore Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you wanted to be on the top part of that. So when it was folded, you would see your story when it was laying down flat on the cover. Well, Mm -hmm. today, you know, the fold doesn't matter. What matters is the scroll. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, LinkedIn, that video content is appearing there and that's what's capturing people's attention. Mm -hmm. So if we want to impact and influence the world, video is is still i mean it's it's just it's quickly become the primary way to do that it's huge you know uh it's interesting i read a statistic the other day of course uh digitally i not on paper 83 <laughs> percent of videos that appear on social media are are watched without the sound this is true this Amazing. is true and it's it's a big mistake that i think uh uh, people make when they're creating content is, you know, I mean, it's, you know, whether, whether you're, you know, sitting in the back of a car or an Uber and you don't want to, you know, totally, uh, um, you know, annoy the Uber driver. So you're watching it on, on mm-hmm. silent. You got guys watching, you know, videos sitting on the toilet. I mean, it's everywhere mm-hmm. you go, there's, mm-hmm. there's a cell phone in somebody's hand. And they're flipping through. And so, yeah, having those subtitles are really important now, uh, to make sure that your message is able to get across. You just hit a pet peeve of mine. You're in a restaurant. <laughs> you have to go. You know where I'm going with this. You go into the restroom and you need to do your business. And somebody's in there messing around because you can see them sometimes. Right. I mean, I'm just speaking factually. It's happened to everybody. You're on your cell phone while you're on the can. Get off of there, man, because there's a line forming out here. Is it, is it really that important? Uh, it's, it's called multitasking. Yeah. This is, it's, it's what it's about. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, listen, now, you, you've, uh, your stuff and your work has been featured on Faithwire, Bible Gateway, The Hugh Hewitt Show. Try to say that 10 times fast. The right. Blaze, CNN, 100 Huntley Street, Patheos, iTunes, Netflix, as you said, Amazon, Relevant Magazine, just to name a few. So here's my question for you. Are you ready for this? We're I'm pretend, ready. We're pretending we're going golfing here. I'm going to cue this up for you. Why does Lucas Miles exist? Why are you here? You know, I think that answer for me has evolved over the years. Um, at the deepest level, um, I think that the thing that really matters, and I was just talking to a guy this morning about this, you know, everything around us, all the accolades, all the business, all the hustle, it's really just a mirage. And at the end of the day, if I'm not here, you know, to be loved by God and to love God, then I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) And, and so, you know, at the real kind of metaphysical spiritual level, that's the answer. While we're in this realm, <laughs> the the thing that really gets me out of bed in the morning is to influence influencers mm. and to, you know, to try to uh, live a life in such a way that I am impacting those around me, you know, whether it be my family, um, people in our church, uh, you know, business owners that I come in contact with and to really, you know, have their lives be better because they interacted with me on a given day. And I think that's in a lot of ways, you know, what drives me right now. 
Now, two things you said. You said that you know that's changed. It's a, evolved in a good way, right, uh, over the years. And also, you said you influence yeah. influencers. Now, do you mean an influencer on social media? What do you mean by influencer? Great question. So, you know, influence, I think, is one of the it's it's been hijacked right so we have this language now of influencer and the younger generation especially is going to think of that as you know uh, mm-hmm. a girl on instagram modeling clothes you know and mm-hmm. getting free products in exchange for putting pictures of herself you know up in these mm-hmm. outfits from these companies mm-hmm. and certainly we have digital marketing and we have influencers on social media but what what i'm a big um uh, proponent of is that we all have a sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Now, some of us embrace it more than others. There's a lot of people that have, I mean, I, I have friends that have, you know, a million followers on social media, but when you actually see their life, mm-hmm. it's kind of empty of real influence mm-hmm. and they might have a good business plan for their social media account, but they're not really impacting people at the level. I think that they could, if they were to embrace kind of real heart level influence more. And so uh, influence can happen on social media. But for me, when I say influence, I believe it really exists through relationship and Mm -hmm. in all of its forms. And so, you know, a soccer Mm -hmm. mom has influence. A banker has influence. You know, a a retired Mm -hmm. teacher has influence. Um, Celebrities have influence. And it's Mm -hmm. learning how to use and embrace that influence. And so I like coming alongside of people that have a passion to develop their influence, not just to be self-serving about it, but Mm -hmm. to use it to actually benefit others uh, in this world. Mm, I think that's great. And, you know, the exact opposite in many cases of what a social media influencer is doing. It's, uh, um, yeah, you're trying to help other people. We get it in selling the products and things of that sort. But you're you're doing it because there's a monetization, uh, you know, for you. Uh, yeah. As well as a following and, and things of that sort. So it's refreshing to hear you say that. Also, with the idea of your own personal transformation when i asked asked you uh why are you here and i don't mean on this episode i mean existentially you know why are you here Mm -hmm. uh let's talk about that in regard to people listening now in regard to their own influence and their own transformation right like i say this to our people we just did a, a series of podcasts about goal setting and achievement and one of the things i said was you can't be the same person this year that you were last year or this month as you were last month. You, you need to continually be transforming, right? And you've embraced that for yourself as you've changed. Let's talk to somebody listening now who maybe feels stuck and maybe they feel, well, I don't have, I didn't do anything with Netflix. I didn't start mm. a church. Yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, a writer or a speaker. I don't have influence and I feel stuck. What would you say to them? How can they get unstuck and how can they have more influence? You know, I was just visiting with a friend of mine who, and I'll, I'm, I'm going to be vague about this because I don't want to rat him out. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just visiting with a friend of mine in Los Angeles. And this guy just did a major deal that put him in the public eye in a really big way. Something he's actually told me he was dreaming about since he was a kid. Mm. probably made about $3 million on it. And he told me that he confessed to me that he still scrolls through Instagram 
seeing other people in the similar industry as him who are a little bit further along and feels jealous about it mm-hmm. and feels, you know, kind of bad about himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I heard that, and that's not to condemn him. I mean, I think he was being very honest. I think it's something that's a very real thing that a lot of people are dealing with. And I've dealt with it myself is, you know, and, you know, the Bible says it this way, comparing yourself amongst yourself is not wise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there's, there's this kind of um, unfortunate phenomenon that, that happens that, you know, all, there's a lot of benefits of social media, but mm-hmm. there's this comparison thing that takes place and we're only mm-hmm. seeing what people want us to see in that moment. Mm. And, you know, um, I mean, how many times have we had friends that, you know, you see all the smiles of their family trips and then you mm-hmm. find out later that their whole, you know, their whole family is falling apart or they're going mm-hmm. through a separation or whatever that is. And, you know, mm-hmm. the pictures don't always tell the full story. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for me, I think that um, I just turned 40. There's something maybe, maybe, uh, maybe powerful about that. Just mm-hmm. as a, as a man, there's a milestone there, you know, that happens in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes you think about things. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, some of the drivers that I had in the past, and I was the guy constantly hustling, constantly out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not that I'm slowing down, but I'm trying to learn how to lead with grace and have the hustle come afterwards. Mm. And I always say grace plus hustle equals success. Mm. And, you know, there was a time in my life where I thought it was, I was a human doing and not a human being. Mm -hmm. And I'm really trying to learn how to be a human being Mm -hmm. that I'm, you know, no matter if I never did another thing, if I never got another accolade, Mm. you know, Am I walking in joy? Am I happy? Am I caring for my wife and my family? You know, mm-hmm. those kind of questions uh, are really becoming more and more important to me. And what I find is when I when I lead with that grace, when I, you know, my, when my wife knows Lucas loves me, you know, mm-hmm. she's way more supportive afterwards about mm-hmm. going like, let's go hustle and make this happen. You know, mm-hmm. but when when you don't have that grace component fully in place, what what tends to the, the hustle tends to just get chaotic and tiring and it's really easy to wear yourself down mm-hmm. and and that leads to depletion in our spiritual lives mm-hmm. and our physical lives and our health everything else and so i don't have it all figured out yet but those are at least some, some themes that are kind of running you know in, in my heart and mind right now man i love hearing you say that because that's uh it's it's transparent and it's the epicenter of what we should be operating out of, you know, right. Absolutely. It's not what we do that, that gives us value. It's who we are, no matter what we Mm -hmm. do. Don't you think so? Yes. It's who we are. hundred percent. And who we're becoming. I mean, it's central. Go ahead. I would, I would kind of, yeah, I would describe it this way, you know, and I, I, I come from the, the original Nintendo generation and you know, you, you on these video games, you had a life meter and it was usually zero to a hundred. And each time you got hit by a bad guy, your life meter would Mm. go down a little bit. And, and I think that's how most of us feel about life. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that life meter for us, it encompasses our value, our performance, Mm -hmm. our relationships, all of those things are all together. And so anytime we get hit, you know, we get to this point to where it's like flashing red, we're almost out of energy. And if we get hit one more time, we feel Mm. like we're going to be done. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody comes to us and shares something about, 
hey, Lucas, you know what? When you said that the other day, it kind of hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. My response is, if I'm in that mindset, my response is, well, it's your fault you did this or you must have heard me wrong. And I, and what I'll do is I'll push them back because I, I'm too afraid to get hit again because mm-hmm. I think it's going to take my value to zero. Mm-hmm. What I've found is that we actually have two life meters. And one life meter is our worth and our value because we're a child of God. And the second one is our performance. And so when we understand that, my, my, my value never depletes. Nobody can take that away. doesn't matter how many times I get hit. Nobody can steal that from me. It's given to me. It's a divine right. And so when, when life happens, my performance wavers up and down, I'm able to respond to that differently in humility because because uh, I'm not finding my worth in what mm-hmm. I'm doing. And I think we've all bought this lie, you know, and I think Socrates said it first was uh, was that man is the sum of his actions and it couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. You're more than your actions. You're more than your failures. You're more than your screw ups. And, and I think that when we start grabbing hold of that, things start changing. There's a new, exciting way to live your purpose, achieve great goals, and become the best version of you in the process. It's all possible with the new Courageous Life Planning System. It consists of three high-quality, handsomely crafted journals to help you map out your life, prioritize each year, and live with courage every single day. The Courageous Life Planning System shows you how to achieve great goals in each of the seven areas of life, relationships, spiritual life, health and fitness, your career, finances, education, and rest and recreation. It even comes with dozens of free instructional videos to demystify the goal setting and achievement process. Why go at it alone when you can use this fantastic time and life management system? Visit CourageousLifeSystem.com to get your Courageous Life Planning System today and start moving forward like never before. Courage Matters podcast listeners can enjoy 15% off for a limited time by using promo code COURAGEOUS15 in the shopping cart. It's time that you crush your goals, unleash your potential, and start moving forward with the Courageous Life Planning System. Now, let's return to the Courage Matters podcast and keep moving forward. Hey, listen, you have a book that's uh, pretty groundbreaking called Good God. And uh, how, how'd you come up with that name, Good God? And how could what you wrote, wrote in that book connect with somebody who's listening right now? So Good God was was really a labor of love. I mean, up until now, I feel like it's one of my biggest life works. Uh, it took me, I didn't say this on the early interviews, but it took me actually 14 years to mm. get that book out from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that time was building my platform to a place to where it actually had an audience to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Good God is really, a, it's, it's PR for God. It's helping people to understand that God is not the source of your problems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting when you start talking about, you know, something like why do bad things happen? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people are very divided. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that um, especially in the Christian world or people who have had any section or any intersection with the church before, mm-hmm. what they've been told is that sometimes God will either cause or allow bad things to happen in your life in order to teach you something. And so good God is a deep dive into that question. 
is God behind the pain of our life? Is he behind some of these things that are going on? And, mm-hmm. and really making sense of that. It's, it's got a, a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the, um, heart of it is, is taking a look at the book of Job in the Bible. I think one of the most misunderstood, uh, misunderstood books of the Bible and a lot of other troubling mm-hmm. passages that if you just pull them out by themselves, it almost looks like God is the cause of our pain. And, um, it has been, the response has been incredible. We've had, you know, I mean, um, just thousands and thousands of copies of this book have gone around the world and just hearing from people, you know, getting testimonies back about how this book has transformed their life. Uh, somebody the other day just came to me, his mom passed away a year ago and he goes, this book is just changing my entire paradigm. And he goes, the anger that I had towards God is leaving and I'm just feeling free and, and other people that, you know, you don't have to go through a tragedy in order to get something out of it. They're just, they're finding the relationship with God is getting healthier, that they no longer see him as the taskmaster, as, as this, you know, um, you know, uh, judge just trying to teach them a lesson, but he is, mm-hmm. he's a friend, he's a father, he is, you know, the good shepherd. And so that title really came from, you know, first of all, it's catchy and, you know, James Brown made it uh, pretty famous, you know, from that standpoint, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's, it just has, I think it encompasses what I want people to see about him Mm -hmm. and really ask that question like, okay, if he is good, how good is he? Mm -hmm. And, and that's what the book dives into. Mm. That's good stuff, man. Where, where do people get the book? Good God, if they want it. So a good God is available, uh, really wherever, uh, books are sold. If you don't see on the shelf, you can order it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Barnes and Noble, Amazon has it. Uh, you can also head over to my website, lucasmiles.org. And you can click on the store uh, there and it's uh, it's available there. Of course, we appreciate if you get them from us. Helps mm-hmm. us a little bit more as uh, as starving authors, but uh, mm-hmm. um, you can pick it up at all those other places as well. Man, that's awesome. What do you have on the horizon here? What's coming up and uh, what are you excited about? Um, yeah, so a couple things, actually. So um, we're finishing up a new film. Uh, it's called The, uh, the Penitent Thief. Uh, it's based on a book by a friend of mine uh, named Don Willis uh, that uh, the book is called The Tale of the Penitent Thief. Highly recommend mm-hmm. uh, picking up a copy of that. Um, and it's a it's, you know, it's sort of a fictional backstory on the thief on the cross mm-hmm. and and really, really both of the thieves on the cross, for that matter. And mm-hmm. it, it follows uh, kind of a combination, you know, of what we know from Scripture and then combining some some church history and some other ancient documents. And Don has weaved together this story of what might have led to the thieves on the cross ending up on either side of Jesus. And, mm. you know, the um, we've tried to stay very true to the biblical account uh, when it when the story intersects scripture. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that, uh, you know, people will find that to be authentic as, as much as we can. Um, and, and, uh, and, but there's a lot of creativity that's gone, goes into kind of how the story weaves together. Um, and so we try to bring his book to life. Uh, that's going to be available probably Easter 2020, maybe a little bit before that is what we're expecting right now. I'm actually headed to Los Angeles in a couple of weeks to, to right. watch a final cut of it and see all the special effects and everything else layered in. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a Facebook page for that. Um, the pen is yeah. a thief, the movie, I think it is. And uh, so people can check it out there and like that for more updates. Uh, mm-hmm. It starts Kevin Sorbo, uh, James Rousseau, um, uh, JG Anoni, some other names that uh, people recognize. And uh, Stelio Savante, great, talented actor. Does uh, He's done a lot of work with Jim Caviezel and uh, uh, just just finished a new uh, Mel Gibson movie. Um, so, you know, just just a really great, 
great uh, cast and crew for that mm-hmm. project. So definitely worth checking out. Um, I have, uh, we're, I, I've been doing this podcast show and which is actually where we first met. You were on, uh, mm-hmm. you were on my program, uh, the mm-hmm. Lucas Miles show. Um, yeah. so definitely good to, to get reconnected. And, and Absolutely. so we, we took a little bit of a hiatus over the summer. So that's hosted by Faithwire. Um, but it's really, it's really a podcast show it, with the heart of it kind of talking to influencers, um, about their stories, about their faith. And so we've done about a hundred episodes on that. So you can, um, your audience can head over to faithfire.com and click on podcast, mm-hmm. uh, or they can head over to iTunes and they can download, uh, the Lucas Miles show or in the Google Play store through, uh, Stitcher Radio and other platforms mm-hmm. that podcasts are on. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done, uh, had Kathy Lee Gifford, Mario Lopez, uh, Jim Caviezel, um, you know, Devon Franklin, a lot of, uh, Christian film, uh, authors, uh, some news medias, uh, you know, guys, Sean Hannity's been on before. And, uh, so it, it's, it's a little bit something for everybody. Every episode's a little bit different based upon the guest. Uh, a lot of good stuff there. So those are a couple of current things that are in motion. I got a new book I'm working on for 2020. I can't talk about that a whole lot yet, but hopefully, Sweet. hopefully we'll get that out. Can you give us an idea of what it's about? Or, or a maybe little, it can, a little, I, I bet I it has sure to deal, trouble here. I bet it has to deal some kind of, um, just from talking with you right now, authenticity, honesty, transparency, transformation, any of those things? Certainly themes that come up. So mm-hmm. I am, I, I am how, taking how, a very dick. I was just gonna, I'm sorry <laughs> for interrupting. I don't know how it couldn't because of who you are. So that's awesome. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I am wading into the deep and uh, treacherous waters of faith and politics. Uh, and um, and it, that, that's probably all I can say without getting in trouble. Very good. But I think it's going to be something, you know, kind of what I think I'm known for uh-huh. is, you know, there's an idea over here and there's an idea on the, on the polar opposite side of which one's true. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, you know, God's given me an ability to come in and go, well, kind of neither of them, but the answer's over here. You know, and so um, I want to help unite people through truth uh, mm-hmm. rather than uh, just the the polarization that we see. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be refreshing. I think it's going to, you know, it's it's something that certainly has a, a biblical mindset at the at the heart of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's something that's 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 really necessary, especially you know in this next year that we're headed into. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, you know, that was uh, my heartbeat when I wrote uh, similarly. Of course, I'm speaking generally because uh, you haven't let the cat out of the bag when I wrote a call for <laughs> courage. So it's yeah. this is going to be an interesting. What are your thoughts on the upcoming 2020 presidential election? What are your thoughts on that? So it's interesting, you know, um, and I didn't I didn't necessarily intend to talk about this, but I'm not you know afraid to talk about it either. Um, I live in just outside of South Bend, Indiana. I'm kind of, you know, my mm-hmm. business and you know, workings and everything is Northern Indiana, South Bend. And mm-hmm. I've been here really, you know, my whole life aside from about two years where we moved out of the area for a while. And, you know, South Bend is all of a sudden on the map because mm-hmm. the mayor of South Bend, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, is running for Democrat for president. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, uh, I'll probably get myself in trouble about this, but, um, you know, for for me uh, as a believer, as as somebody who uh, is, you know, um, uh, uh, expresses conservative values, uh, you know, my votes tend to go towards the right. 
And, and, you know, I'm not happy with everything I see on left or right, but if I have to pick, I'm going to typically go towards the right. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I've seen kind of firsthand here in the South Bend community that has been, has been a little bit frightening. Mm -hmm. And I've predicted actually about two years ago, um, that Pete was going to be the front runner of the democratic party running against Trump Mm -hmm. for, uh, for the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seemed like complete nonsense until just recently Pete won the, the Iowa caucus mm-hmm. and, and all of a sudden, you know, um, is in the front of the pack in a lot of ways. And so everybody's looking at him now. Mm-hmm. He's been slowly raising money. People like Mark Zuckerberg and others have come to South Bend in order to get behind him and kind of check out what's going on. Uh, he actually went to uh, college with Zuckerberg at Harvard for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's some really interesting stuff that's kind of lining up. And I think it's really important for us to watch um, everything that's happening right now. I think in the media, uh, the impeachment stuff, everything else. And, you know, I, I don't think anybody's perfect. And I think that there's a danger if we if we look at a guy like Trump and just assume that because he's president, everything he does is right. Um, <laughs> but that also doesn't mean that everything he does is wrong either. And for me as a believer, as a pastor, there's been a lot of things I've celebrated over the last, you know, three years uh, in our country, the reversal of the, uh, the, the, the Johnson Amendment, um, you know, people speaking out against the persecuted church around the world. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of wins. And and so, you know, my hope is that um, that middle America and the, the values of America continue to to uh, just get the word out and that, you know, we're able to kind of push back some of the progressivism that's happening. Um, the, my fear is that um, more and more we're seeing people in the Christian world who are becoming fascinated with leftist ideals mm-hmm. and because they appear to be loving um, mm-hmm. and that's probably a whole other topic that I'm going to get mm-hmm. myself in trouble for, but I think that, you know, it's definitely going to be interesting to watch mm-hmm. and, uh, it's really important as believers that we're just praying that God's best happens here in this outcome. Good stuff, man. You know, I think that's a, that's an interesting perspective that I share, you know, the people on the far left. And when we say far left, we say, I, I like to say the radical angry far left because there could be somebody on the yes. far far left who they have good intentions and maybe they're they're not angry you know i yep. don't know i yep. don't know many of them but i want to allow for that right speaking of grace um <laughs> sure but uh somehow folks on the the radical far left have hijacked the narrative and yep. rebranded themselves as being the people who really care in this upside down world isn't that crazy it's, you know, this idea of, of faith, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, we're, we're seeing for the first time ever that, that I can, that I can remember. Um, and I don't think there's ever been anything like this in our country. We're seeing presidential candidates, especially on the left, mm. you know, speak theology in so their true. campaigns. So true. And, and, and it is, it, what's scary is, you know, <laughs> there's such a misunderstanding mm-hmm. of Jesus's words. You know, if your summation of Jesus's words is that he said to care for the poor and, you know, the down and out and the, the mm-hmm. refugee, 
you've missed the whole gospel. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we shouldn't care for the poor mm-hmm. and the refugees, but the gospel is, you know, something bigger. And I, I love, um, and I'll give a shout out to, you know, uh, friend Eric Metaxas. Metaxas mm-hmm. is brilliant on this. His book, Luther, he looks a lot at what he calls, uh, or what, what is known as Nazi theology. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to blanket, you know, term, use the term Nazi to, you know, label anybody, but he mm-hmm. just pulls that out of history. One of the things that was unique about Nazi theology is that they were teaching what they called, you know, the German translation was positive Christianity. Mm-hmm. And so what positive Christianity was, is it was all the, um, the lifestyle elements of Christianity, all the tradition elements of Christianity, mm-hmm. minus the cross, minus anything that had to do with heaven and hell, mm-hmm. minus anything that had to do with repentance, you know, and so it was basically became Christianity light. And so that's, that is, you know, when you hear religion called the opiate of the people, I would mm-hmm. agree with that when it's Christianity light. It's mm-hmm. just meant to go, we're good people. You know, we're everything is fine. We're going to love each other. But, you know, the, the, the gospel exposes when it's, when it's declared, it exposes two things, the sinfulness of man and the glory of God. And through seeing the glory of God, what I should come to the conclusion of is the unbelievable grace that's available to me as a believer. Mm-hmm. But that's found in confessing my need for him. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing from the leftist gospel and what you, you know, as you mentioned, the extreme left, you know, the, the violent, the, the, those that are radicalized, everything else, mm-hmm. the leftist gospel, because there is a gospel that's being proclaimed. The leftist gospel is a gospel that is basically says that in order to love me, you must agree with me. And if you disagree with me, you're therefore my enemy. And we're, you know, I mean, I have all sorts of friends I disagree with. I'm sure you Mm -hmm. and I disagree on, on a lot of different things, but we find synergy on what we agree on. Mm -hmm. And that's where relationship is developed and truth Mm -hmm. can happen and things can move forward. Well, it seems like there's a lack of humility today. Yeah. Don't you think so? hundred percent. Somebody, yeah. somebody puts something in the water. Nobody can disagree agreeably anymore. It seems it's just, it's just perplexing when somebody's able to do that. It's just like, takes your breath away. It's like, wow. Uh, it shows you how far we've come as a country, man, miles, Lucas, <laughs> lucasmiles.org is your website, right? Lucasmiles.org. Yes. Correct. And uh, that's how people can connect with you. They can get information. They want to get your podcast. You said any place that podcasts are, faithwire.com. Is that where they can find your podcast? Yep. So Faithwire hosts the show, but you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher, any of those other uh, podcast platforms. Um, And then, of course, you know, social media, pretty active on on Facebook. Uh, My public figure page is Mr. Lucas Miles, Mr. Lucas Miles. Uh, and you can kind of join the community um, there, awesome. and awesome. Uh, and you know whether it's social media, video, faith, church, books, film, mm-hmm. love connecting. Man, likewise, buddy. I think you're you got a great voice that people need to hear. A great balance, and um, can hear the warmth of your heart without compromise to the truth. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about truth and love together. That's right. And you That's really, right. you really come across that way, buddy. You're the real deal. That's why I appreciate you. And that's why I wanted to introduce our audience to you, everybody. It has been a pleasure 
to have you join me on today's Courage Matters podcast with Lucas Miles. Again, you can see him at lucasmiles.org. Share this podcast. You know, when we put it out, whether it's on the Courage Matters app or on uh, our Facebook page, share the podcast with other people so that they can find out about Lucas as well. He's a voice that needs to be heard in what what I've characterized as an age of intolerance and fear. Lucas has a voice and a message and a heart that needs to uh, permeate the culture of our country. Lucas, great to have you on, my friend. Michael, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. God bless you, brother. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed what Michael Anthony addressed in this episode of the Courage Matters podcast, we'd love to know. Share your story and enjoy other great resources too at couragematters.com. There you can also suggest topics that you'd like to see Mike address in future episodes. Just use the contact link. If you want to invite Mike as a guest for your podcast, radio, or television program, or as a speaker for your event, it's easy. Just visit officialmichaelanthony.com and click the invite tab.